All right. Welcome to Iron Bell Ministries. I am Stephen McWhorter, and I have here with me the infamous Greg Diedrich. Yeah, great to be with you, even though I'm now infamous. Um, It's still good to be here. Your secret is known. That's right. Um, Yeah, so today we just want to jump into a topic uh, that I I know I was, as we were talking about it before we started, um, I was just kind of feeling the Lord already blessing me by what Greg was sharing. We're going to talk a little bit about the process of pruning, the Lord's pruning. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, what's been interesting to me is uh, just as a a thematic, one of the things the Lord's been teaching me the last couple years, and it really came out of a scripture that uh, my daughter Jessica brought to me, and when she did, it became one of the scriptures that was seared into my brain, Mm. and I said, you know, this is something that really I need to hold on to. She has that way of doing that. She does. (laughs) I've got a couple of those from her, too. I'm like, oh, that'll never go away. That's a good one. (laughs) And it was um, Psalm 103.7, and Mm. it says, the Israelites knew uh, God's acts, but Moses knew his ways. Mm. And, you know, the, the implications of that really started to sink in. And I, and I started to just, you know, say to the Lord, I don't just want to observe your acts and then try to interpret them through circumstances. I want to know your ways. I want to know how you operate, how your kingdom comes and what it is you want to do. And so the Lord's faithful to a prayer like that. He begins revealing those things as we seek them. And uh, what I've realized is in this last six months or so you know we talked about if people have been following the podcast which i like to listen to them too because i get blessed by them uh, there's a <laughs> lot of good. great stuff that's going on that uh, i never I, never listen to i them. hear They're about terrible. on the podcast and i'm saying wow that really is powerful and even if i've heard some of the stories to hear them kind of mm. in that context so hopefully you're being blessed by them but yeah one of the things that uh, he's has been happening in the ministry is that we've had this time of transition and we've talked about that. And how do you handle transition? Well, the Lord's just really showing me that that transition time has been unto a season of growth. And that there is fruit that is coming from that. And it's really kind of a season of harvest. You know, it's it's the crop is coming in and we're seeing growth. And one of my friends described it as the blessings of favor, where mm-hmm. the Lord, um, you know, manifests blessings uh, from his favor of things that he wants to accomplish. And you see the fruit of that. You feel what we sometimes call anointing to accomplish a, a task that the Lord has for us. Mm-hmm. And um, so as we enter into that season, what I realized, though, was that, you know, it's obvious when you're in the pit, as we say, pit Potiphar's house or prison, that there's pressure, that there's, you know, oppression, that you're feeling, um, you know, pain and that there's some hurt there. But when you move into this season of blessing and favor, sometimes you feel pressure or pain or Hmm. some you know sense of melancholy uh yeah you know feeling or difficulty even and and uh so i've just been asking the lord what what is that about what is it as even as i see that fruit and growth coming what is it that you really uh are doing because i want to pay attention to that and just real quick you know that the joseph journey that you just kind of quickly mm-hmm. said, the Referenced. pit, yeah, Potiphar's yeah. house or prison, just for anyone that's maybe never heard that before, that's what that is. It's just kind of Joseph's journey and the 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 process along the way um, of him getting into God's plan yeah. for his life. Yeah. 
So as I was leaning into that, you know, Lord, what's going on in a season of growth and fruit and, and harvest? What's going on that I see also some of these other things or feel some of these other things? And in his, you know, wonderful providence and, and his goodness, um, I was overhearing a sermon that Shelley was listening to on YouTube. And it was, uh, it was speaking exactly to this issue. And it really helped me navigate that. Uh, this season for me and for the ministry and it started to unfold uh, the ways that we can walk this season out what are the ways of God mm-hmm. and kind of the gist of it was you know when you have uh, when you birth something that the Lord gives you when there's an expression of God you know we're all created Ephesians 2:10, for good works which God prepared for us in advance to do and as we really express what God's birthed in us and put in us to do our purpose the reality is we're not going to get every expression of that right. Mm. You know, we, we are going to have kind of uh, like Abraham, maybe the purposes of God that he wanted to bless Abraham, make him a nation. But maybe our plans might not always be right. So out comes Ishmael, you know. <laughs> and so um, the, the Lord understands that. And so God is a vine dresser who partners with us and, uh, and he helps us navigate through that and in the scripture that uh, the lord took me to was john 15 1 and 2 and it says you'll be familiar with this it says i am the true vine and my father is the gardener he cuts off every branch he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit no no no, no. let's let your phone ring <laughs> <laughs> go back ahead so John 15, 2 says that he cuts off, uh, just continuing, every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So some of these expressions that we're birthing, you know, here in the ministry that you may be birthing in your life, uh, God's going to cut them off. Yeah. You know, we've tried a couple things here, you know, a couple different times we felt like, okay, the Lord wanted us to get into a greater um, a greater community, a bigger group of people who would gather around regularly for purposes that were, you know, related to the ministry, but not directly related to kind of what we do here at the Iron Bell. Yeah. And what we found is that we couldn't get traction. Yeah, it was almost like a small group kind of thing. Um, yeah. And, and two or three different times with two or three different leaders in two or three different ways. So it wasn't like, well, we tried one time and we put it aside. We felt like, okay, Lord, this seems like what you're building, but... But we couldn't get any traction. And, and what I felt the Lord say was, Greg, that's okay. That's, you didn't get it right. Don't get discouraged. It wasn't one of the expressions that I wanted to, you to birth here because I knew that that would consume a lot of time and energy and would actually get in the way of some other things that I want you to do. Yeah, I love, there's this um, a book I was reading too, and I don't, I'm not necessarily trying to endorse the book, but I will just say this, mm-hmm. that in the book, it talks about going through the open doors that God lays before you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can go through the wrong door with the right heart and God will still use it though. Yeah. And because you had the right heart and it may not go great, but he'll still use parts of it. Right. But you're, you know. Again, having a trying to do a small group isn't like oh great he's messed everything up by yeah. trying to do a small group. It wasn't bad. <laughs> no, you know sometimes the enemy of the best is the good. Yeah, and God when he partners with us, he doesn't always um, give us exactly every step we're going to take. Mm-hmm. And so therefore he gives us some freedom. And as we explore with him, and as we partner, and as we try some things, some things are not going to be that right expression. And God, God will yeah. cut those off. 
Mm. And uh, so in me, he was he was telling me, okay, Greg, you look back at those things. Don't be discouraged. Um, you know, you, you're, you've got the purposes, um, and, and my plans are unfolding. Yeah, there was a time here where I remember somebody had spoken of the ministry. Said, you're in a process of research and development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing about research and development is you're going to do some things wrong. Right. And uh, that's okay because yeah. it's a process. Right. And I think to your point, as we enter those with the right heart, mm-hmm. you know, God redirects us. Um, you know, I have a saying I like that says is there a moving car is easier to steer. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we're on mission with God and, and our hearts are connected with him and we're really designing partnership, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, take the wrong turn, but he's going to reroute us. You know, the GPS yeah. will reroute us and, and we just need to, to realize that it's God's goodness that's cutting off that expression or rerouting us back to the best plan. Yeah. And um, he'll actually even take those things that weren't what he wanted exactly and add it as arsenal almost to going into the next thing into the thing he wants it actually becomes something that you actually use in the next season just knowing what you learned from that and what you brought from that yeah he doesn't waste it it's not wasted yeah he doesn't waste it so you know he redeems even that and Mm -hmm. and um, one of the things i've heard uh, my daughter jenny was telling me about uh pastor at her church talking about joseph's dream which we talk a lot about and But it was a piece of it that um, I hadn't really explored before. And he said that, you know, if if Joseph had gotten hung up on his original dream and and clung only to the fact that his brothers were going to be, you know, bowing down to him with, you know, with grain. uh, And that was the outcome. That was the best and highest, you know, expression of that dream. He would have missed out on the better than dream that God had for him, which was to be number two in the land. To rule yeah. with Pharaoh, uh, to preserve a whole nation, not just a family. Yeah. And so when God does cut those things off, uh, it's unto something. You know, it's a better than dream hmm. that God has that he wants to birth in us. Hmm. Uh, and when we can stay in that place, then it gives us the the encouragement and the perspective to know, okay, I can keep, I can keep going in the direction that God's continuing to bless. And those hmm. things he prunes are for the good of the other things that we're doing. Mm. So, uh, you know, so he was kind of sharing that with me. And then the second thing is that as we got into um, things that there was lots of fruit in and things that clearly were um, good expressions of the ministry and what he wanted me and others to walk into, you know, it felt like in that season of transition, there were things that were shifting, you know, and we felt like, you know, some, some things were coming into the ministry, some things were coming out. And we are trying to interpret that. And that's when he kind of took me back uh, to John 15, 2 again. And it says, he cuts off every branch that bears no fruit, which is what we were just talking about. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes Mm. so that it will be even more fruitful. And, you know, we've probably all heard that before. But when you think about the reality of that process applied to our life, it really takes on new meaning. So... Uh, if you think about what pruning is and you've seen the process, it's, it can be painful, you mm. know, when you look at, if you know anything about vineyards or you know anything about, um, even landscaping or, or gardening and, uh, farming, you know, when you go in and prune something, you're, you're cutting you back, know me, you know, me, man, that's like my, that's my thing. I'm that's, that's your non thing. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Steve, Steve, the gardener recorder. That's why we're going to have you handle the garden this year. So you get some of these lessons. Who's got two black thumbs and loves to garden this guy. 
so God is a farmer and, you know, he goes in and he prunes things. So as you look at things that are fruitful, even sometimes we immediately say, okay, if something's fruitful and then something comes against it or something happens or there's a shaking, we immediately blame the enemy and say, the enemy is trying to come against this and take it out. Hmm. Sometimes it just might be the Lord coming in to say, you know what? This is a good expression. This is fruitful, but it's not yet the fullness of the fruit I want it to have. So I'm going to come in and prune it. Mm. And what feels like maybe pain um, might just be there to do something like make us more dependent on him. Because as we become more dependent on him, we're going to look for him for solutions. And he's going to be able to give us, you know, greater resources or greater leading for the next chapter, for Mm. the next harvest. Um, it may mean that, you know, some people that were helping us in certain areas, all of a sudden they're gone. You know, that happens a lot in ministry. I talk to a lot of pastors or leaders in ministries mm. and churches, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, we were doing this thing, it was going really well, and then all of a sudden this person was gone. And it's like, oh, yeah. you know, um, maybe the Lord is, maybe that's the Lord. Maybe that's not the enemy. I know early on in our ministry, there was a time when we were just getting birthed, and a couple of key people who had helped us birth it really ended up leaving not only the ministry but they felt called to different cities and so we didn't have really access to them you know who you are (laughs) (laughs) we'll deal with you later (laughs) and and at first you know the natural reaction was oh man the enemy came in and thwarted it and uh and, and i'm sure the enemy had that intention but really what we came to understand in retrospect as we look back is, you know, what God was doing, he was asking Shelly and I to step up to play a more central role in the ministry. Hmm. So it was that pruning that yeah. took some things away that made us feel bad, mm. but they actually were for good so that we could come in and be more fruitful and move to the next level. Yeah, that trimming is uncomfortable, but it causes the branch to grow, to yeah. flourish even more. Yes. But at first, it wouldn't be what the plant, it wouldn't be what we would choose. Right. It's this thing, if you said, hey, we're going to cut this off and cut that off. No, 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 no. We keep those things and we keep growing, but yeah. it doesn't work like that because... Some of us feel, some of us even now listen to this, feel the weight of dead limbs mm-hmm. that we're trying to hang on to and still grow, but we can't. Right. Uh, and that's a, that's a burden that we, we, we feel this weight. We can't make sense of it. We think we just need to make this thing go. Yeah. And we're, um, and we're holding on to it beyond the time we when should. We actually need to let some things go. Yeah. 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 That's good. So, you know, what can come out of that pruning then is just new dependency on God. You know, because God's always wanting us to be in a posture of dependency. So right now we're in a uh, place where God's blessing us. We're fruitful. We're getting ready to launch a couple books. We have music that's going out. We're developing a, uh, you know, website with an app app uh, attached me. to it. That, me. Yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's really exciting. It is. It's good. It's You're fruitful. Right. But at the same time, what's happening is we're finding out, man, we don't have enough people resources. We don't have enough provision. We're, and it's causing us to lean in and say, okay, Lord, where do you want us to prune? Uh, what are you pruning? What are you cutting off? Because it's not the best expression. Mm. And then how do you want us to be dependent on you for these things? Um, so this, the, is, this is a theme. You're right. Even the other day, somebody said, you know, talking about an arrow and what you're aiming for. And, yeah. you know, sometimes we're aiming at too many things and we're missing the mark because we're, we need to not focus in on the things that we're called to do the one or two things instead of the 50 things. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So it feels like it's being stripped away when really it's the kindness of the Lord to say, 
boy, I want you focused on the best. Let's and, concentrate on this stuff yeah. that's that's the great. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the Lord cuts off some of those things that are good to make room for the best. He comes in and prunes the things that are fruitful so that they can be even more fruitful, the scripture says. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, pruning then can be confusing. Mm. You know, sometimes it's confusing because you're going to feel the effects of pruning before you see the results. Yeah. You know, when I look out at uh, landscaping that's just been pruned, it looks like it's been hacked back and it's smaller, right? You oh, don't yeah. see the effect of the reason the pruning is good for months later or that's, maybe even the next season. My wife has these plants in the front of the house just recently. She uh-huh. said, I want you to take the weed eater and I want you to just mow these things down Yeah, because they were a mess. And I right. was like, how could that help? I mean, this is really <laughs> how bad. It's gonna be bad. This is really how bad at gardening I am. I'm like, this is a terrible idea, but okay. They look amazing now. Um, yeah. She knew. She knew better. Yeah. So she, but she knew the ways. Yeah. See, she, she understood the ways mm. of of how landscaping works, and it's the same principle of you know, as we start to understand the ways of the kingdom and how God works, we can interpret them because. As I was saying, if, if you don't understand that process, it can be confusing. You can misinterpret it. Yeah. You know, you see this, you feel some pain, it looks confusing, um, and you might misinterpret it. Yeah. You might say, wait a minute, this is bad, or it's the enemy, or the Lord's, you know, close this door, when really what he's doing is repositioning it and putting it in a place where there's a greater unto, hmm. you know? He's got more fruit. He has more things for us. Hmm. Um, you know, right now, as we take a step back in the ministry and look at, okay, how are we going to launch all this stuff when we don't have what we need to launch all that stuff? Well, we have this fruit. We have this content. You know, we need to launch it, but we don't have what we need. And right now, that feels painful, or we feel it as hemmed in. But we know, because we're starting to learn the ways of God, God will show up and then he'll position us so that what we have can take us farther. We do know, right? I mean, we, we do know. know. <laughs> we do know. We know that. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm teaching you the ways right now, Stephen. I'm, I'm learning. So <laughs> pruning really is a process of the Lord, yeah. and it's his way of taking us unto. And if you don't understand that, you might wrongly interpret it. Or you might just end up confused or discouraged or check out. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think it's so important that as we go along this journey that um, we, sh- we just share and we learn what are the ways of God so that we can cooperate with Him, we can walk with Him, and we don't fight against it. You know, that we're not out there in a season of winter and trying to cultivate a harvest because mm. that's not what the Lord's doing. We can cooperate with Him in what He's doing. Mm. And... Uh, so I just wanted to, you know, really just share that with people, um, yeah. help them to see that, you know, what do you do when you see fruit coming forth, but yet you f- you see these things being cut off, or you get might be getting discouraged because you feel some pain or oppression. You think it's just the enemy when, mm. when really, you're, you know, the first reaction ought to be, Lord, what are you doing? Mm. Because what he might be doing is just pruning you so that the fruit is a greater unto than you would ever have in the current situation. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Um, you know, some things are just you're gonna use, you're gonna think back on over and over and over again, and the concept of that is just it's a life process, yeah. understanding the ways of the Lord, especially right. in the pruning process yeah. and the growing process. Yeah. Um, you know, just on that, I think you're right. Uh, one of the things that the thing I would just um, leave us with at the end, uh, I think we want to continue to dive into, and hopefully have been in these podcasts, is that 
One of the dangers I think that the the church tends to throw on us is that we say God's ways are unfathomable. Mm-mm. And so with that, it kind of says, well, we can never understand them. Yeah. But there is a lot about the ways of God and the kingdom that he does reveal to us, that he does teach us if we're looking for them. Yeah. And so I think that we shouldn't use as an excuse not to, like Moses, start to understand the ways of God. The ways of his kingdom, because if he wants his kingdom to come here and he wants to expand it, we better learn how to cooperate with him in the ways of his kingdom uh, so that we're partnering with him and not fighting against him in it. That's so good. You know, it says um, in First Corinthians, it says the spirit searches out all things, even mm. the deep things of God. And it says that we have the spirit of God in us. And it says, talks about his mind. Yeah. Like who can fathom what God's thinking? Right. It says, well, we have the mind of Christ. Mm. And so there is this thing of us going, well, yes, we don't see everything. Right. But he has given us ability to know him. Right. And to start to understand his ways, just like you and I get to know each other. And right. if somebody doesn't know me and understand how I operate, mm-hmm. they're not going to get Right. They'd be confused by you. <laughs> very, very, very <laughs> confused. There's a whole podcast on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we love you for being the confusing God. Thank you for confusing people with me. Um, but no. That's a good and, point. <laughs> yeah. As you get to know him, you get to know his ways. You get to understand his ways, and you understand why. For some reason, at least you understand his character behind what mm-hmm. he's doing. Mm-hmm. Even when you can't see exactly what's going on. That's a good way to put you it. You can say... You're trustworthy yeah. and you're good. You're a good gardener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you, you prune for the right reason. You prune for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not punishing. Right. You're growing. Mm-hmm. Us. That's good. So let's, let's just uh, to pray for a minute and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully that's blessed you guys. I know it's blessed me. We'll just do a little adoration here real quick. Mm. Lord, we love you. Thank you. Uh, like we just said, we love you for being the, the good gardener, mm-hmm. um, Lord. Um, you know, you've, you always have a purpose, God. You don't, not like me, with two mm-hmm. black thumbs. You're, you're all green thumbs, Lord. Mm. You, you look at the garden and you know why you're doing everything you're going to do. And, uh, you know, I may come to those plants in our front yard, like my wife told me, and not understand why I'm mowing these things down. <laughs> um, but you know that they're going to they're gonna bloom and blossom in a way that they never could have had they not been pruned. Mm-hmm. And it's in your kindness and in your... Um, your ability to see the long game, God, that you understand that in your tenderness, you prune off these dead limbs, these weighty things, God, that we think we need, but you know better. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what we really need. And you know the nourishment that we need to grow. And you know the, the, the space that we need to grow. And you know the things that we need to kind of press us so that we'll begin to sprout in the direction that you desire for our lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, Father, we just uh, we just want to say we, we cooperate with you as you cut off those things that mm-hmm. are unfruitful in, in us and in the, the things that we're doing in your kingdom. And we just welcome your pruning. Father, help mm-hmm. us to um, be able to discern how you're pruning and how you want us to respond to that um, so that we can partner with you to continue to build the things that you've... Um, you've designed us for um, so that we can uh, be co-laborers in the kingdom. And we just, uh, we thank you that you're the God who uh, constantly is vigilant, who goes in and weeds things out 
um, who doesn't allow things to become overrun, um, but goes in at just the right times and takes out the weeds and, and fertilizes mm-hmm. and tends to tends to us and tends to the things that we're doing uh, on your behalf. And even takes, as, as Stephen said earlier, even take those things where we take the wrong turn and even the rerouting isn't wasted, that it, mm. it, it's fuel and, and knowledge for the next uh, part of the journey and that you're the God who redeems yeah. every step along the way. Yeah, Lord, and we just say, you know, your ways may be higher than our ways, but you've given us your spirit so that we can at least know you and know mm-hmm. your ways um, so that when you are and when we are in the process of being pruned, um, we won't take offense at you and we won't um, become hurt by the process and and blame you for uh, the when you're doing good things, God. When uh, We would just pray that we would know you in an intimate way that we would be able to bless your name um, even in that process of pruning. Yes. And Father, we just... Um... We say now we, we can trust you. Uh, we know that um, even when we don't understand exactly what you're doing, we know you, we know you're good, and we know that you will use it for our good and for your glory. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that is it for us. Uh, blessings to everyone. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in there. Glad yeah. you're along for the ride. Sorry for the phone call. Uh, that was my fault, not <laughs> Hang Stevens. On. Hang on. Hang just a second. I got to take this. Yeah, just give was, me one second. That was my fault, not Stevens. So uh, I'll own up to it. No, but, uh, no, no. Hollywood Diedrich's yeah, got to take right. a phone call. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we really appreciate you guys yeah. uh, tuning in and uh, listening to what God's doing here. Yeah, that's it for us. I'm Stephen McWhorter and this is Greg Diedrich, and that's it for Iron Bill Ministries Podcast. We'll be with you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>